What is going on, podcast fam? Thank you for tuning in this week's episode of the podcast. And without further ado, we're going to have a few housewarming things before we get going here. First off, please like, subscribe to the podcast, and write a review. That greatly helps. The more reviews, the better. Uh, secondly, this episode is brought to you by The Stage, which is EDM's central hub with all things EDM. You can check them out for artist interviews like this one, uh, vlog videos, shuffling videos, and just concert videos in general. Uh, check them out. Lastly, uh, check out my Instagrams. I have at Babs Life where I post stuff on my regular thing. I have at Babs Life <laughs> uh, photos in which I post mainly festival and travel content such as videos from concerts or videos from hikes. So check both of those out. Anyways, enjoy the podcast. Yeah, for sure. What's up? It's time. It's fi- finally time. It's here. I can finally get to have you on, man. What's <laughs> up, man? How's it I'm going? excited, dude. We've been, I always feel like I start this, but like we, you're someone I think we've been trying to work something out, it feels like, for like three or four months. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's been like, yeah, this weekend's great. And then it becomes like, oh, man, I have to, this came up and... Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that and just kept gone, going back and forth. You're like, back oh, and forth, right. yeah, I'm so busy. Like, you're busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, all right, let's make it happen. <laughs> and then what's funny is it almost happened again because Tuesday, like last minute, we were like, we just both were like, you know what? Let's just make sure this is good. Like we were going yeah, <laughs> to, we, exactly. we didn't have a set time on Tuesday and we were going to come together and be like, let's do it at six. And I was like, man, I'm just getting home from work. Let's just, let's just redo it. Let's just push <laughs> it back a little bit more. If we've pushed it back this much, we can wait, but, uh, I'm glad it's worked out. I'm glad to finally have you on and here to discuss your work, your music, your side hustles, all that stuff that you do. Um, it's, it's exciting. It's, it's encouraging, I think. So, uh, but let's, um, let's start with that, man. So you've, been you've how when did you get into music how about that when did you get into the edm scene when did you start going you know what i want to start producing some music and and get into this on the so, uh, so i got into the scene like going to shows or are you talking about like when i started making music and when i started music let's do both i'm intrigued in both okay so i started going to shows when i moved to florida like an, a year later so in 2014 <clears throat> so i was going to shows um 2014 to like almost recently like right before COVID I mean I guess I slowed down a bit but I was going to a lot of shows you know like and I used to listen to dance music since like middle school I've been listening to dance music like Netsky is one of the people that like put me onto it and like I used to listen to Netsky all the time and you know like when I finally decided you know let's let's go to a show Hmm. I got hooked as everyone does, you know, and then (laughs) that, you know, that eventually got me into wanting to, you know, I've always wanted to make music since I was younger. Like I've always tried. I just didn't have the discipline, I guess you could say. Like I, I, I used to play a couple of instruments, like instruments. I played the piano. Um, I played the flute and the trombone in school, like, you know, like classes that I had and I was learning through that. And my friends and I, when we were uh, younger, in high school, we tried to start like a band. Uh, it was it's pretty funny. God, you know, you just brought back a memory of when like I was in middle school and we, I had like three or four friends and we thought about that too. Oh, we'll make a band, and like we all played some type of instrument, and it, it was like no, we weren't even close. I don't think we were even remotely close. Like we were nah. just, like 
not only that, like we just had no idea how to make music at the time, you know, just, we just weren't, we just weren't inclined that way either. So it was like, we would like listen to music and like hang out and then like <laughs> someone would like, like write down some words and then like sing it to some beat. But it was obviously like a parody of just some song we've already had to beat with. Like it was just, <laughs> we never played for anybody, nothing, but we had this grand idea that we could, we could have a band, but it just never, it never came into anything. Dude, same man. We <laughs> like, uh, my friends, um, my friends, Marvin and Miguel, I don't know if Miguel still does music. Um, but I know Marvin definitely does. He has like a band out in New York or something like that. He's like one of my old school, like high school friends. Good, 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 um, good person. But uh, yeah, so we did like, we tried to have a band and like, that's just like a little bit of the music. And like I said, I used to listen to dance music a lot growing up, like in, in middle school all the way until like, you know, like, cause I used to play a lot of video games and that was what was in montages. Cause when I was younger, I played like Call of Duty and had like YouTube. I was doing YouTube. Um, I was doing pretty well, actually. I almost, I got like YouTube um partner before they had like a whole program and it was like it took months to get accepted to get this partnership right and this is when youtube was like you're not making any money on youtube like you're it's youtube's like infant ages right mm -hmm. but so all that i'm, I'm like bab babbling here but uh anyway so no, it's no, no, uh go off go for it i'm now yeah, i'm now also intrigued about this call of duty and stuff that you were playing which which one which game Oh, uh, I used to play Call of Duty Four, um, and Modern Warfare Two. Like Modern Warfare Two is what I was in heavy. Like I loved that game. I um, played World, yeah, World <laughs> at War. <laughs> yeah, dude, Modern Warfare Two was that was it. That was the game. I don't think a Call of Duty is like that. Have gotten that excited for Call of Duty since that game. Uh, I mean, Warzone's fun. Like I play a lot of Warzone, but it's just like it's only fun when you're playing with people, like. Modern Warfare 2 or just playing that shit it was just fun because it was, it was so different. And not only that, you're playing with like, I mean, back then it wasn't like we were that much older and we had like things to do. Like I remember just playing with my boys to like 3 a.m. Like and just all going back and forth, like just yelling at each other, just and and also just like harping on each other. Like that was the best part too, is like just guys being guys, I guess. That's what made it. I don't know if that's what made it so much better. I think that's why video guys like video games in general. So it's like another yeah, like type of sport or competitive. It just brings that out in us. Or we're just like, oh, you bitch. Like we're just like coming back and forth. And I don't know. But uh, yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I feel like everyone was in heavy, man. Like even I know I was. I, I definitely. Yeah. And I so you know the 10 prestige lobbies in, in that? Do you, do you ever you ever got into one of those? Uh, not me. No, no. Or I you, would join, you would join a, a lobby and it would just like. Get you to 10th prestige unlock all your challenges and all everything would be unlocked so i used to i used to do those lobbies like you have to get like this um x like a j tagged xbox which is basically like an xbox with like something soldered onto the, the motherboard so to unlock some features or whatever i don't know what, <laughs> what it was but jailbroken anyway, yeah, jail basically jailbroken yeah and I would do these lobbies for like microsoft points and i just i had like the max amount of microsoft points you could have on an account because all these kids are just sending me Microsoft points to get time prestige, <laughs> dude. But anyway, back to the music. Yeah, let's back to the One second. I'll get joining on that sip for sure. So, um, so where was okay? So, next guy, huge inspiration of mine. Um, 
I also listened like, you know, when Skrillex first started making music, like old school excision and all that stuff, you know, I was listening to all that flux pavilion, Zed's dead, et cetera. Um, a lot of drum and bass too, like matrix and future bound. Um, uh, a lot of other people. Um, I can't remember the names. It's something static. I forget his name, his name, but uh, there, I can, I can like send you these later. And these are like old school drum bass. Like liquid drum and bass. Mm-hmm. That was my shit. <coughs> One second. You got yourself muted still. I couldn't hear you. Oh my bad. Yep. All right, we're good. Um. So yeah. So old school drum and bass. Um. That's what really got me into EDM is like liquid drum and bass. Um. I could never make liquid drum and bass because I just didn't have the brain power i guess i don't know <laughs> but you know like as you when you're younger you're disciplined of learning something you're like it's like a like a gerbil you're just like all right this is cool i'm gonna try this and then you're gonna be like all right well i'm no longer interested in this moving on to the next thing but um so music was one of those things for me when i was younger as well i was you know very intrigued in it back then i had fl studio you know we like let's be honest we all when we're younger we're not gonna buy the program we're gonna download a cracked version or whatever <laughs> so we had the cracked version of FL. I mean, I'll admit to that, whatever. Um, I have paid Ableton now. But anyway, so I op- opened FL trying to figure it out and never figured it out until, you know, I got to the scene. I went to shows. I, you know, started DJing and all that stuff. And I, like I said, I've always had interest in making music and I always knew that I could. I just needed to learn it. And then I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this. You know, why not? I'm going to. I'm going to try it. I'm going to, you know, try to make some music. And I just, I got hooked, bro. It's, it's, it's like a drug when you first start. Cause you're like, I don't understand anything. It's literally, you're just like, I don't know how to use anything in this program. So you're just watching videos. You're, you know, working on music as much as you possibly can. And nothing sounds good. Like this is to all producers that first start out, man. Like, right. If you want to, produce music you're gonna have to learn to hate your music and deal with it for a little bit because like everything i made when i first started i didn't I, i've deleted it it's like it's gone like you'll never hear it <laughs> <laughs> anyway but yeah so it's it's just like you know like just keep i just kept going at it and I, honestly I, it's with everybody i feel like it's luck has a big thing to play with you know getting to where you are in the music industry obviously there's a lot of hard work like i promoted and like that's how I made the connections, like, you know, becoming a promoter, mm-hmm. you know, I, I promoted for a company called uh, HTG. Well, originally I promoted for a company called Mastermind and then I went to Alliance and then HTG and then I became the manager at HTG. And then a couple of years later, I got the job with Insomniac to do EDC Orlando's team. And that's kind of how I, you know, built my, that that portion of my connections in the scene and then you know like playing like making music and just trying you know trying to build the brand yeah so is that like a average way that people go in or is that something that is i mean there's obviously so many different ways i think to go in and start but is that just kind of how you chose to do it was like all right i'm gonna start working for some of these companies and other people in the scene and i'll go from there as i'm learning music like how what was your approach when doing that you want me to be completely honest with you? Absolutely. Yeah. I <laughs> I was going to say like do you want like the law like the I had no idea what I was doing at all. When I first got into it, 
I got into it to go like, I'm going to go to a show. I had gotten out of a relationship where it was just like, it, you know, child shit anyway. So, <laughs> um, and bro, like everyone, I feel like goes through that. I mean, yeah, yeah, it happens. Part of it. Yeah. Anyway. So went to a show, got hooked to it. And to be completely honest with you, I started promoting because I couldn't afford to pay for tickets. Cause you know, we're all broke college students at that time. Genius. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pay, you don't pay for the shows. You just promote them and you get to go, you know, you meet new people, like meet some really awesome people. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it was, I'm not growing up. I wasn't very social. So like as I got older, I was trying to be more social with people. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes sense. I know it doesn't make any sense. You're like, you're a DJ. How are you not social? No, no, no. I mean, there's people that are famous that aren't really social. Like it's it's understandable. There's just like some of some of us aren't social, some of us are. Like it's it's understandable. And I get that. Like it's also hard to come out of that shell when you feel like you're not social and then you're like, all right, I want to be more social. Like that's also daunting, a daunting task to do. But like you're doing it in a smart way where you're like, Well, if I'm trying to be more social let me just work at the club like i'm gonna exactly. have to be social at some point with that definitely so yeah i don't think that's a way that everyone gets in but it's definitely a way to get in i think it's a, a difficult way to get in because it's a lot of work but you make a lot of connections in that process and it's also it's always another way in because you know like we all know that the music industry works in the way of like once you have to get in to get anywhere unless you're just a super super talented like from birth kind of musician that's you know breaking the boundaries of music which is like (laughs) there's a yeah there's a lot of people out there that don't that are not like that but they don't want to do the like there's a lot of people that don't like i'm not saying that there's not people that don't do it but there's a lot of people i know that just like just put in the work you know like it you'll do it for a little bit and you get your connections and then you move on to something else. Like you'll move up and move on up. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't take advantage of. And the people that do look at them now, they're freaking playing festivals. They're, you know, touring, they're doing this, they're doing that because they did something that they didn't want to do for a little bit to network. Cause that's, that's what it's all about. It's all about networking. It is in anything. Yeah. It's all about networking, yeah. not just in the music industry, but yeah, with everything it is. I mean, that's how you get jobs. It's how you, that's how you get jobs. It's basically coming down to it. But, but, um, and it's, it's an important skill to have that it's hard to get. And, um, you also brought up the fact of just like people working hard and like putting up with, like, say, let's say putting up with shit for a little bit. Like that's also very hard and not everyone wants to do that. Like to it's, it definitely takes something to have that view and that like vision in the future for you to go, all right, I'm going to eat shit for a year doing these clubs and doing and just making these connections. And then after that, it's going to start paying off because that's kind of how it works with anything, but not everyone wants to do that. Not everyone wants to go and eat shit. So definitely. Yeah. I mean, dude, like it, it's, I feel like, as I said, you can just work on your music, but like, I know so many people that make amazing music that that's all they're doing is they're making their amazing music. But like, if you're trying to tour, you're trying to do this and trying to do that. Like you need to, put yourself out there because if you don't put yourself out there it doesn't matter how good your music is unless you have someone doing it for you you know like i feel like it's difficult and i was one of those people like dude like growing up did you did you did you know what you wanted to be like i wanted to develop video games Uh, that's what i wanted to do i had no idea i was like i wanted to do i wanted to play hockey for the longest time and then 
when that went away, there was not like another thing that really stuck out to me. Like there hasn't, I mean, truthfully, there hasn't been anything until probably midway through college that I realized like, I want to, like, I want to do like something on my own and like, just be like me and do my own shit and not have to like answer to a boss. Like that's kind of the idea with what I'm doing now, but like, even now I'm still building the blocks of that. So it's like, yeah, I didn't, I'm with you there. Like it took me a while to realize like, what do I want to do? And it's not easy answering that question. Definitely. I still don't know that. I, I still don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like I know, I know, I know the answer, but like, you, you can know the answer to that question, but there's always going to be other things that come in that, like, you know, as you're doing it, that either, you know, it's just, you either can't do it because of X, Y, and Z, or, you know, like responsibility kicks in because you're, you know, we're adults. So we have shit um, that we have to do. So there's all that stuff. So you, you might know what you want to do, but at the end of the day, no one knows how they're getting there. And the people that know how they're getting there, they're already, they're going, you know? So I feel like that's like the first step. And with anything, I, cause that for me, that was for, with music, that was, that was it. Like, you know, I was like, okay, I need to really work on music. And I would, I, I work on music all the time. Like I, I didn't a lot after all the stuff we talked about before um, happened for a little bit because I had to get a full-time job, you know, COVID-19, really screwed up the entire entertainment industry like oh yeah no doubt overnight (laughs) so we all had to you know we had to adapt so i I mean i guess people with the mentality that they don't want they don't know what they want to do is it is not a bad mentality but it's like if you don't know what you want to do and you don't want to put in any sort of effort to figuring that out then i don't know man good luck because yeah you know not not to sound negative or anything it's hard. I mean, I, I think to sum it up, it's like, you might not, you might know what you want to do, but you might not know how to get there and that's okay. Exactly. But you at least want to have like the idea of where you want to go. And then you can try that other stuff and okay, this didn't work. Okay. I'm going to try something different. And, mm-hmm. and, and okay, this person's doing it that way. Let me try their way. Oh, it didn't work for me. Now I'll come up with my own that maybe integrates part of theirs. Cause obviously it's, you can't copy someone else either. Cause like everyone's got their own unique path their own unique way. Yep. But it's super important for you to just keep trying and doing things. And it's interesting, though, when you do do that and you just kind of put your head in the ground, start working hard on your, what you want to do. And and the, you know, whatever you want to call it, the universe, God, whatever, and I'm, kind of starts bringing things along your path that are going to help you. At least that's what I've noticed. I like some people, you know, uh, that you might meet along the way or an opportunity comes out of nowhere. And that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be big enough where you just explode, but like they're significant to like help you propel you and get you going and, and nudge you in the right direction. Um, at least that's my, my view of it. And some of the things I've noticed as I've been working. So I don't know. What are your thoughts with that? I completely agree. hundred percent. So why I agree is because bro, like a lot of the people that I met when I first got into the scene, are people that helped me get to where I am today, you know, because everyone can say like, Oh, I did this, I did this, but it's like, we, we all got there because of the people that helped us get there. No one, no one can get to somewhere all by themselves. Like, like every, like, especially in this scene, bro. Like if someone's not helping you, like 
it doesn't even matter. Like, it's not like, oh, they're, they're doing everything for you. It's like this one person could know this person that introduces you to that person and mm-hmm. you made a connection. Oh, like, yo, let's work on some music together. Yo, let's collab. Like, yeah. And yeah. I, I've done a lot of collabs with people that we don't actually even end up releasing the song but it's just the fact that we did that collab together and you know we, we worked on we saw each other's style we work on another song and in that one we release but it's like just putting yourself out there that's all and it is you also meet by meeting these new people and working with them you know it, it like you said it creates opportunity for someone else mm-hmm. to notice your work i mean i can't tell you where I, I mean i can tell you where i went on a podcast with um a girl with uh, one of the girls I now host another podcast with and because by going on hers, someone else noticed me and said, Hey, why don't you come on mine? And then, you know, vice versa, it just kind of like starts to pick up from there and you're meeting other people in the industry, you're learning from them. And then what's even like the best part about it, in my opinion, is that when you do sit down with these people and get to talking with them, you learn something from them that you might not know, and they might learn something from you. And it's like this, um, you know, exchange of information that you weren't expecting that can, again, it can help boost you to the next level or the next phase, you know? Yeah. It's, um, and it's also refreshing just to know that there are people in the same boat as you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's a big thing that I've been feeling a lot lately in, with myself and the people I've surrounded myself with that are doing podcasts and stuff. It's like, it's just refreshing to know that, all right, I'm working full time. I'm doing this podcast and I'm trying to get guests all the time. And, oh, I'm not alone. There's other people that are doing the exact same thing. Exactly. And are, and are also in the same boat as me, like just grinding away and, and working. And it's refreshing. It is. It doesn't, you get, it, it, I don't know. And it gets me excited. I'm like, ah, we could, I hope we all make it. I hope we all make it, but you never know. But um, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it's important to bring those have those people in in your life that help you with those situations and stuff definitely big time most definitely (laughs) um and then so you start your music career and we talked about this a little bit how you're like recently you you were talking about the other day off camera and off the podcast on how like you kind of into making your own new sound making something more unique and i've always found that interesting how artists you know I think it's important that they evolve and they change, but how hard is it to go and develop your own unique sound and let alone just music? It's obviously hard, but how do you go around and how do you start from there? So what I learned, so um, I, I take like classes and I, I'm, I'm just, I can learn more and I want to know music exactly. Like I want to know music from the ground up and not just how to make it. I want to know like the, you know, anatomy and everything behind it. And the biggest thing that I've learned in the time of being tutored is that, bro, like, if you're focused on making your own sound, you're never going to make your own sound. You just got to just work on music. And what will end up happening is as you're working on music, that like those sounds that you find like, oh, shit, this sounds dope. I'm putting this in every song. Like there'll be like these effects and all that stuff. It's, It's super difficult to find it. But once you find it, I feel like that's that's your sound, right? That's how people make their own sound. They have like, oh, this person uses like this kick, this like sort of kick with like this dump in it or what, you know, like stuff like that. Or like, oh, they use this like background, um, like counter melody type, like, uh, like lead or whatever, right? Stuff, something like that. Or, oh, they use like, you know, this sort of 808, stuff like that. But like to get to that point is, it takes years, man. Like I'm, 
I'm nowhere near there, but like to get like a very unique sound that people don't have never heard before. That's, that's like an evolution for me. Like that, when I get to that point that that'll be like an evolution, but where my sound is going now is definitely different than when I started. Like I'm going more of like a, like I'm trying to be true to my roots of who I am. Like I'm, I, I used to listen to a lot of hip hop growing up. I used to listen to a lot of like dance hall, reggae, stuff like that. So I'm trying to, you know, incorporate that vibe, but also like I'm from New York. So being a New Yorker, like, you know, like I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like embrace that. I guess you could, you could say. What do you mean by embrace that? Like what? Yeah. Like I'm trying theory. to embrace, like I'm trying to turn my sound in for something that's like something, someone else into something that's my own. Like I want to incorporate like that hip hop, like swing, like, you know, like how hip hop is very prominent okay. in New York more so, like, especially like growing up, you know, like I was, I was, that's all I was listening to was hot 97. Like anybody in this from New York will know about the, you know, right. radio station <laughs> that I'm talking about. Um, but anyway, so like, I'm just trying to incorporate more hip hop be type of stuff into my music and like reggae and dance hall and stuff like that. Stuff like I've listened to, like I want to sample stuff from old reggae tunes that other people haven't sampled out. And just from stuff that like I was listening to when I was like five, you know, like that my parents listened to, or like my dad and like my family, they listen to like really old school, like, you know, like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just basically like old school music. I don't know how to, how to classify it. Uh, like, like eighties, it's just like eighties, nineties. And I throw like everything under eighties, eighties, seventies. Yeah, I throw everything under that genre if I if it's older, just because it's so simple to say that. Because there is mm -hmm. so much that goes on in that time frame, and it was such a change in music during that time frame too. I mean, exactly, entirely different from what was in the early fifties and early or fifties and early sixties. Then it just things just fucking took off, you know, <laughs> bro. Exactly, and a hundred percent. And so to go back to that, so I'm trying to develop a sound that is not something like very generic and basic i want it to have my swing i want it to be like yo you're listening to this and like this is sloth you're like wow this is sloth like i've heard this and sloth is tunes like i've heard stuff similar to this and you know like build off of that because i feel like once you can grab that concept making music is a breeze because you have your sound so now it's just you know it's about pumping out music it's about just going you know breaking the boundary seeing what you can do you know, like taking this sound from this song, but processing it a different way, um, you know, or using it in a different way than you did before. But yeah, we're like getting completely off topic of what I'm talking about. But yeah. no, 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 we're, we're, we're doing fine. And first off, if we go off topic, there ain't no problem with that either. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I but, go on tangents. I'm sorry. No, let's, I, we're all good. We're all good. So when you, you want it to be, you brought up something a little bit earlier that was like, uh, you, you, when you're focusing so much on making your own sound, you'll never find it. So how does that work with just like being creative and just trying new things and maybe something just clicks one day and you're like, Oh, I like this. Or how do you like, how does that process go about? I mean, by just letting the creativity flow out from with you and not forcing it, is that kind of how that works? It's, it's a little bit of that, but it's also like, you gotta be disciplined. So another thing that I've learned is that routine is better than um inspiration you want to work on routine and not inspiration because if you can't if you're working on inspiration you're going to not be inspired some days and you're going to be like oh well okay then i'm not going to make music that's not the way to do it 
you just got to, you know, routine every day, you try to do something. And you know, like, at least you did something and it becomes routine. And, you know, I feel like that's with everything in life, you know, like, you have a good routine set, whatever you're trying to accomplish, based on that routine, you're going to accomplish, as long as you have it, you know, figured out in that point. But I feel like that's, that's something that I'm trying to do. It's very difficult to literally sit down and be like, okay, I don't know what I'm gonna make, but I'm gonna just open Ableton and see what comes out. You know, mm-hmm. you're just gonna like put- you're making yourself. Sit, you're just saying like, hey, I'm gonna sit down for 30 minutes today, and just yep. 30 minutes every day until, you know, yeah, like an hour, like 30 minutes, whatever. You never know. Kind of what you're getting at here. Yeah, exactly. And then I feel like that's how you develop your own sound. If you're just trying to develop your own sound, then you're not really experimenting. You're just like, okay, I'm gonna develop a sound that's different. You're like. I don't know. I, I feel like it's better to, to, to just like, let that shit come to you more mm-hmm. so than, than not like, than to just force it. Cause then it's actually your sound and not some like, cause when you're forcing it, you're essentially using other people's sounds and you're trying to feed off of that to make your own sound. In my opinion, this is all opinion based obviously, okay. but I feel like when you're just letting it happen, you know, you're, you're seeing what comes out, what, what, what you can do, just experimenting, just making music. Cause at the end of the day, that's what make like what music is, is, you, you know, you're just, you're reacting. It's reaction, yeah. reactive making stuff, putting stuff production. out there and then yeah. feeling it out and going, Oh, I like this beat. I wonder if it'll go good with this one. Oh, that tune right there, that chord struck my fancy. I'm going <laughs> to throw it in with, with the crescendo, you know, I don't know. I'm just throwing out words here, but like something, <laughs> in, the sense, something in the sense like that is kind of what you're saying. Like you're, I, I just, I really like that. What you just said though, about like creativity through routines. That's something that just like was like a light bulb in my head is like, I've never thought of it in that way. Like, that's why we do routines. That's why you got to get in a habit of whatever it might be making music, doing a podcast like or whatever. You just get in a routine and eventually that creativity is going to come and flow from that routine. It's, it's genius. In my opinion, it's genius. And so simple yet, um, we, you've mentioned a couple times discipline. It comes back to that. Like people don't have the discipline to do that every day and do that routine every day, but it's just like with working out. I mean, when you go every day, you see the best results, right? You go every day, you get taking your protein shake or eating the food you need to eat. You're going to start seeing results. It's just a matter of doing it all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's just never that it's just, it's, it's just funny because not everyone has that ability to do it. I mean, it's, I don't know. It just like a light bulb went off in my head when you were like, yeah, it's routine wise and routine versus inspiration. That's what you, that's what you basically said. And that it's genius onto like a, such a small level, but genius. <laughs> it's not, it's not my, my creation though. My, my buddy Scotty is the one that uh, taught, taught me that, but yeah, he, he's, he's on a whole nother level. He's he's a music producer as well. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of two owls or night owls. They used to be, but yeah, he used to be two owls. But uh, anyway, yeah, he uh, he he told me that, and that's that's so true. It's like if you think about it, it's you're not gonna get good at something unless you you know you force it into a routine. Like not trying to force it, but like if you want to get something done, like look at athletes. They go to the gym every single day, mm-hmm. shoot up their shots. Like basketball players, they you know do their their drills. They you know do whatever they got to do, and that's how they become good. They don't just become good because they're like, all right, I'm gonna wake up and go score 50 points real quick you know they don't it doesn't it, like they don't go from wanting to do it to that without you know repetition 
and if you think about that and with music or you know like with the podcast like i see you doing a, like what are you on like episode 70 i think it, it was you're 70, gonna be 75 75 see <laughs> yeah. like that's routine bro you're, you're you're doing it up so yeah it's and, and you, every, every, yeah sorry you know, I was just no, just say, when you get when you get into that routine what's even crazier is when you don't do it you feel like you just sort of like oh you get it at least for me i get like pissed i'm like damn it i missed yep. the because there have been a few times where I had to take a week off from podcasting and like, I didn't have one. Uh, I try to get ahead. Let's put it at that. I try to get ahead and I don't always get ahead, but there, and when I don't get ahead and I have to take a week off, I'm like really pissed. Cause I'm like, damn it. Like I need to get one out this week. And you know, it sucks because you see that, like that step two steps back that you take when that occurs it's like oh like just <laughs> i don't know at least for me when i miss that routine on anything i'm like god i'm i'm i'm, I'm losing it <laughs> but but yeah as long as those those don't tumble down into us into a big snowball effect you'll be fine of course but definitely but it's hard man it's hard to get yeah. out there and do a routine do you um, man, I'm, I'm not even saying this like oh i do this perfectly like i'm i'm, I'm not perfect we we all have our you know like i try to do it and if you can't do it, sometimes you can't do it sometimes, but don't beat yourself up about it. But you know, that's, that's what you want. And that's how you become your perfect self is you stick to that routine and then you just continuously build on it. But you know, we're, we're human. So don't beat yourself up about it until there's a reason to beat yourself up about it. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Because when you beat yourself up, it can go just as sideways. You can get things really messed up and really, <laughs> you can really get, um, two on yourself which isn't sometimes good sometimes bad depending on the person but yeah it, it's it, it's tough out there do you have anything that like you do to help you with your routine or do you have any tips and tricks that maybe you do so to work on music man i just try to get inspired by either you know i'm listening to something or i'm just watching something that's inspiring i don't know like i'm sometimes i watch anime and it inspires me but you don't it have just a, like depends. a set day where you're like a set time where you're like, okay, I'm going to try to start making music every day around eight. That would be, that would be like the perfect, you know, situation if I did that, but I work every day from nine to five. So, you know, like after I get off work, I try to work on music. Some days I can't, some days I'm like super dead from work, but like on the weekends, I try to put, put aside some time as much time as I can, maybe like four or five hours, mm -hmm. just knock out music. But like sometimes, you know, like I'm, not saying this on record, but sometimes when I'm like working and it's dead, I work on music. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you wouldn't be the first person. But also, that's such a good use of your time, especially because you're working your nine to five, which I get because I do that too. And you're not like, like you're there, you're committed, you want to do a good job, but you also are also like, you've got this in the back of your head the entire time you're there, like, I could be working on this, I could be working on this. And when the opportunity presents itself, you'd rather work on that. And I, I get that. I, what's funny is, is you <laughs> bringing that up this week. Um, uh, my job decided that we're no longer going to be working from home where they want us to come back. Oh man. And, uh, luckily there was a lot of, uh, a lot of people were complaining that they didn't want to go back. So they just said, okay, how about you come back three days a week, work from home the other two. And I was like, perfect. That's fine. I'll take it. But even going, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> like I go back to the office and it's great. I'm having, it's nice to, be working, be able to talk to other people. I'll be honest. It's nice. And I'm getting work done. But then like, you know, 3.30 rolls around and I'm like, well, I'm done for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not always, but some days. And I was like, 
think I'm going to work on my page a little bit. And I started going through my videos and getting them some ready for YouTube and stuff like that. And it was nice, but I, but not everyone does that. And that's something that is, I mean, in my opinion, again, I'm not going on record saying that, but like, it's also really good. To be, <laughs> it's also really good in a great way to use your time. And I don't see what the issue is. If you got all your work done and stuff like that, I, I really don't, but um, you know, company chose to have you there those those hours so i didn't have to have you there those hours they chose to have you there those hours so. yeah there you go i mean as long as it's not affecting my work right yeah i don't know what the issue i don't know what the problem would be i don't get that's the whole thing about remote work that doesn't make any sense is like they've they like want everyone to go back to work not just my company i should make that very clear my company's been very awesome to us but like other companies want want their workers back. They're like, oh, we just want you back. And what's the reason? Well, we just want you back. <laughs> we don't have a reason. So I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, some jobs I feel like definitely could stay remote. They'd save money. I mean, they exactly. don't pay for, you know, the office space and the, the like lot space. I don't know. I, I, I don't know the, uh, the, the like actual expenses that go into you know having an employee at the office but i'm sure there's a lot compared to having them just work from home but uh it is what it is right it is what it is you work what you can get i agree with that but at the same time it's like where can i want to have a discussion about it because like aren't there, there are studies that like people are more productive they're more happier and like yep why would you not want that in your employees that's something i don't understand when it comes to and not to get like political and everything, I don't, if it, but like with, with capitalism and stuff, like there are things that like, I'm like, you do realize, like you, <laughs> you kind of let the look at owners and be like, you realize like if your employees are happy, they're going to produce more. Right. And they're like, yeah, we didn't think of that. It's like, how, how have you not thought about that for the last 40 years? Like how, why is this just now occurring? <laughs> like you're going to get better output if we're happy. However, yeah, that's cheap. I don't know. I, I have no idea, to be honest with you, why people don't want their workers working from home. Because I feel like, one, you're, you can have as many workers at that point, as many as you need. Like, right. even if you have some of them come back into the office. Like, I understand why they would have people go into the office. Like, some people need to that supervision. And, you know, but I feel like there's some people that, like, they work better isolated. And Well, that's the thing, too, with it. Like, like... Uh, but again, it doesn't have to be political. It can be just business oriented. Like if someone's yeah. not producing in a, you know, free market, quote unquote, like they're just not going to be able to do that job. Like, so like if you're working from home and you're not hitting your quotas or hitting the things you need to hit, they're going to still see it. They can just fire you. Like, I don't know what the, like, just like, <laughs> like from a business standpoint, like, what do you have to lose? I just don't, I don't understand. It just doesn't make sense to me besides the fact that they want you there. Like, that's it. They just want you to be there why true like, make yeah. sure you're there for 40 hours a week to make sure you're work like like what is it do they make they want you to work 40 hours a week they, they want to make sure, sure. that you're working i guess i guess yeah i mean you know, that's probably it i think they're maybe they're wasting more money because you're not always working that could be the case it's very valid but in that case maybe you realize that 40 hour work week is a waste of time i don't know because <laughs> <laughs> like i go back to the office and i see people hanging at each other's desks, talking for 20 minutes. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> that's all. Half of you people come in and talk for 30 minutes a day. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. It's just funny to see. <laughs> I don't know about, Definitely. I don't know how your work is, but. Um, well, my works, I do tech support. So it's, 
it's not as like I'm I'm just on the computer all day, like just so you for sure text. <laughs> I wish, man, that'd be great. But regardless, company I work for, I love them. So it's it's a great job. Bank of America. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Shout out, Bank of America. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually don't shout out Bank Ash the real estate market again. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good, bro. But yeah, um, enough of the political talk. I didn't even we're think talk- it was political. I apologize if it got that. No, 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 no. I mean, you were saying not to get political, so I'm saying like, <laughs> let's stray away from it. <laughs> yeah, um, I, mean, but I don't I, think it's political at all. I think it's, I think it's a good, it's a good topic because it's, it should be something that they actually should look into, you know, like look into and mm-hmm. not, you know, like they they shouldn't just be like, okay, this is the way and that's the way only, because <laughs> like if you're if you're if yeah, <laughs> this is the way. Star- like <laughs> if your workers are are happy. And as you said, they produce more. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I don't. It just some of this stuff baffles me. It's it's like logical in a business setting, which is their like their whole thing is like we're yep. just logical. Business is a Are whole you? entire <laughs> rabbit hole itself. Yes, it is. Normal it, people don't understand. It is something. It is something to say how owners think versus employees think. It's definitely mm-hmm. different. Um, I know my dad was an owner and. I've talked with him about stuff and it's interesting to hear his point of views. Oh, well, you know, owners would want this and this. And it's like, okay, I, I guess I can see what you're saying, but uh, you know, I don't know. It's weird because you think as a, again, as just a owner of anything, it, if you were in charge of people, you'd want them to be happy. Like, I don't know. It, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's interesting. <laughs> no, definitely. Definitely. It's interesting. But anyways, let's move on. I do want to ask, though, while we're on the topic of work, though, you do work full time. You work this on the side. You also um, we haven't even talked about it, but you have a I believe you have a marketing type job with Insomniac as we've. Yeah, I help. Yeah, like um, I work with them um, to like I used to I did when before COVID was I um, ran EDC Orlando street team and just like other street teams for festivals that they, they do here. And, you know, all of that stuff was building up i help out with vanguard uh like i run the team for that um and just stuff like that and just other shows here and there but yeah that's that's that that was my main thing to like survive because we all know that musicians aren't making a lot of money when they start out any at all but mm-hmm. you're spending more money than you make to go to your show you're playing <laughs> yeah I've, that can definitely happen so uh so what is it like with working with that street team and for insomniac i'm just kind of curious on how that is it's amazing, bro. I love working with Insomniac. They've taken care of me so much. Like I have nothing but good things to say about working with Insomniac. And it's such a like family mentality there. When what you're is working. It, what is it that you're doing? Like how how does the street team work? I'm not familiar oh, with okay. so, stuff like that. I'm so just I handle all of the promoters. So like for EDC, uh I make like a whole schedule of every show coming up, all the stuff that they need to hit and we need to hit, like all the like festivals and all that stuff. Um, and also distributing tickets and selling tickets and, uh, you know, just promoting the show, the street team, making sure that they do the outings. We have like, we did some, um, tabling and stuff like that at UCF and we did tabling for like special events. Like we did pride parade. Uh, we did something at wall street. Like this was all in 2019 EDC of course. and just, and also selling tickets too. Uh, and just any- any, special access at the festival and stuff like that just being part of that well 
I've played DDC Orlando 2018, 19, and I'm playing this year. So yes, for the are. past few years, huh? Yeah, yeah for the past few out. years. Yeah. <laughs> plug that one <laughs> Circuit in. Grounds. <laughs> Circuit, Circuit Grounds. Circuit Grounds, baby. Hell Let's yeah. Get it. Oh, yeah. It was awesome last for 2019, I should say. So that's exciting, dude. Thanks, man. Ooh, I'm going to get to see you live finally again. Let's go. Let's go. I'll yeah, and I'm also playing a show um, at the Tavern in Orlando, right up the road from Vanguard. Uh, Chime, I'm playing support for Chime. Okay. Um, wow. That's going to be after the Illenium show at the Fairgrounds on the 2nd of October, I believe. Uh, I don't remember exactly. I yeah. opted out of that Illenium show. And I won't be in town that weekend. I will be going to Red Rocks instead. But I am. I mean, that's, that's, a, that, that's a great set. place too. I love Red Rocks. I went there, saw Flume in 2018 or 2019. 2019, I saw Flume at Red Rocks. Tell me about that show. Let's take a <laughs> let's take a detour down that road real quick. Oh, it was amazing, man! It was such a great show. It just Red Rocks in general is such a great venue. It's just mm-hmm. out in nature. You're, you see the mountains, bro. Like it's. It's it's nothing like I've ever been to. Like that in Nocturnal Wonderland in California is also a really good festival too. Just because like you're in the mountains, like there's a lot of like you can see mountains. Like it's not just you're in this flat terrain. Yeah. With grass as far as you can see, like you're you're seeing you know that in Tomorrow World is also really nice too. Just other festivals. There's I have I haven't been to Electric Forest though. That's a festival I'd love to attend. I'm with you there. I'm been. I bought tickets for it. Well, <laughs> I bought tickets for it one night. Uh, recently though, one of my buddies I'm in a group chat with, I was getting rid of a ticket and I was like, I'll take it. Didn't even hesitate. Just give me the money. Sends it for transferred it over. So whenever it comes back, I have a ticket written my name. But nice. We'll see if those are difficult to get. So good job. So I've been told. Yeah, I guess I got lucky. And I've. <laughs> it was. It was a, such on a whim. I was. I was, it was a very expensive night out at the bar when I woke up. Um, but yeah, I, w- I went out and uh, enjoying happy hours, saw the text. Next morning, I looked at my bank account and I was like, I spent some money last night. And I saw, I was like, in my Venmo, like electric force ticket. And I was like, I guess I'm going now. I'm excited. <laughs> as long as just make sure you have people to go with. Uh, yeah, I'm either going to, yeah, hopefully I can get go in with him and his group. I've never, I'm just in a group chat with him. I've actually even never met the kid, but. Uh, seems nice. So hopefully. Hey man, that's how, that's how all the great friendships start. Right, right. <laughs> it's it's crazy how the people you meet in the EDM community. Not, I'm sure you meet a slew of people just from producing and be on the marketing side of things. But like, I know me as just a fan and being out in the crowd. Uh, I've met some great friends and some friends. I've met friends out of it too, where I'm like wearing merch and they're like, "Oh, dude, love the Lenium, love his shirt, you know what? Or love Excision, love that, uh, like the shirt." And then we just start talking and. Um, yeah, I've, I've, some of my best friends are just made right right from the community. It's crazy. But. Same, man. Same, exactly. And I mean, don't forget, we're, we all start off as fans. So I, w- I was in the same boat as you. Not, you know, when I first started going to shows, I was, you know, seeing people. I was wearing the merch and this and that. And I was seeing people. And we were like, you know, that's how I made a lot of my friends in the scene. That's, you know, that's how I built as a promoter, too, because... You talk, you just talk to people. That's, that's how you break out of your shell. You just, you're, you find something that you want to do and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be quiet about it. I'm just going to go talk to this person. There's nothing besides, Hey, what's up? We already have something in common. We're at the show. You like this music. What's good. And then 
become cool with people that way i feel like that's yeah. how it started for me yeah it's um yeah and it's it's like you say like we kind of said earlier it's hard to come out of your shell and like get into that groove but it's when you have passion about something that you're when you have passion about something it's so much easier like so oh, yeah much for easier. sure just start just going like just go off you know like i know i would my non-edm friends like i almost feel bad for them when they ask me a question like they're, and they're like you know they're just being polite they're like how is festival and i'm like bro let me tell you <laughs> and i just go off and at the end of it i'm like i'm so sorry like and they're like nah i get it like cool for you like i'll you'll definitely have to take me one day but like you know i'm not super into any of that stuff but yeah it's um it definitely brings on a, a fandom of its own some super fans for sure definitely 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 it's and it's weird like being in at least for me like i feel like i'm so in the community uh by just being into music, having this podcast, talking to other people that are, you know, have podcasts in the community and stuff. Like I, it's, it's very weird for me to talk with people about non EDM stuff. Like I'm in that boat now where I'm like, Hmm, like I need to start like <laughs> making sure I'm up to date on other things than just EDM. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. You get lost, man. It's exactly. a rabbit hole. <laughs> exactly. percent. <laughs> um, but I was going to get at what's, how do you manage all three jobs? Like, how do you manage, working on your music on the side, working a nine to five, and then possibly working for insomnia. Cause everyone, you know, like myself included, like I've I also go to school and, too. And you go to school, right. You got board things. That's right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, forgot about the school. Uh, dude, um, honestly, I, I don't, I just don't sleep a lot. I guess I wake up for work, work all day. Either, you know, like I'll pick a day where I'm working on music or I'll pick a day where, like I've to do homework homework obviously comes first i get that shit get that done and then you know i just work on it until like I, i'm a night owl since i've you know been like since i grew up like mm -hmm. i stayed up all night as you said playing video games until but i stayed up until like 10 11 a.m the next day playing with people in like the you know europe and, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so trust yeah like that that's how i was growing up so getting into the nightlife scene I was already out all the time. I was already up. So, you know, that, that was never a problem. And it just, it, it's obviously not good. I'm not, I'm not saying don't get sleep, but, um, I, I watched this video a long time ago. Uh, you know who Tony Robbins is? Kind of. Yeah. 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 So yeah, he's, he's an entrepreneur. That's what I thought. And okay. like, and he's, he, he has saying is he sleeps for four hours a night. And he's good on four hours of sleep. And I don't sleep. Like I used to do that when I was like super busy and always doing stuff. Now I'm like not doing that as much. Cause you know, like quarantine, we're home. We had nothing else to do. Um, you know, we had nothing but time. So I spent a lot. You all right there, man. That whiskey was a lot stronger than I thought it was going to be. It kind Damn. of surprised me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you're good, man. Just make sure you're okay over there. Over here. Like the people on the video are going to laugh their ass off. Cause I take that sip and I'm like, Oh, like that was a burn. Hey man, just use it as a clip, man. Just clip it right now. Just be like, all right, we're using that. That's. I am so sorry to interrupt your train of thought. Go ahead. No, dude, you're, you're good, man. It's, it's okay. Um, so sorry. I'm trying to catch it again Tony Robinson four hours oh, yeah Tony Robbins so Tony Robbins he says that he sleeps four hours of like he gets four hours of sleep a night and then he goes but like you got to be in the top like the best shape of your life to be able to live that sort of lifestyle and I am not in that shape especially because of quarantine um 
because you know like as i said we stayed home had nothing else to do just ate food when you know right. play video games make music i was streaming a lot so when after i'd stream for like four or five hours i'd eat some food late at night and stay up all night and just that's that's how i managed it honestly just i don't really like i, I sleep now but like realistically not really not not as much as i should yeah i feel you on that i've always i've always been a night owl to be honest i work better at night i just i i don't go to bed i don't go to bed easy don't go to bed easy i have to always take like a melatonin or something to just knock me out and like just so i can be go to sleep once once i'm asleep i'm asleep but it's just the fact of going to bed oh yeah same once once i'm asleep you can't wake me up it's over game over (laughs) literally yeah and then not and that's why like nine to five and stuff is like so difficult i feel like for me and maybe you feel that same way because you're like same oh i gotta wake up early and you're like i just want to stay up and do my work like that's why i loved working from home i hate to go back to that but like i could do my work whenever like they just didn't question it as long as it got done so like i like yeah i'm supposed to be on like i'm on call i'm supposed to be working from nine to five and i was like I'm just going to get my work done tonight when I'm like actually in the zone. <laughs> True. Yeah. See, my, my job's not like that. We work from nine to five, nine to five thirty. So, and then. Yeah. Well, now, that off I, and, now when I'm back in the office, I have for sure have to be working nine to five thirty. So now I'm, now I'm back to drinking coffee. Uh, that's great. Oh yeah. I have two. Oh yeah. That, that, that as well. A lot of coffee, a lot of caffeine, lots of coffee. I drink two cups of coffee a day, which is probably not the greatest for you, but. Luckily, I'm coffee. not super into coffee. I've gotten very fortunate. I've just never been. And even now, I, I drink like, I, I'll have like one cup throughout the whole day. Never, I won't just like chug it and get like this huge burst of energy. I'm like sipping on it throughout the day and it kind of carries me through. But yeah, I just never, just doesn't t- taste well to me. I'm a big sweet tea person, but that's about it. See, I, I used to be like that, just like not liking coffee because of the taste. I didn't like wine, didn't like beer. But I guess as I got older, I just developed a taste for sour stuff, I guess. And beer is good. I like beer now. What like certain it? kinds of beer. I I can't drink like very like dark beer. Um, like a, a, like a lager. A Guinness? I, I mean, I can drink Guinness, but it's not something that I like. It's probably on the lower seek. end of the darker beer spectrum. Yeah. Like I've, I, I'm not really that, you know, that, uh that well-versed what was I drink like sours and ciders and this what is this this is a i don't know peanut butter, peanut butter jelly beer well yeah well, this is peanut butter and jelly beer but i'm trying to say what kind of like actual beer it is so it's a oh. peanut butter and jelly bigly but i think bigly is just because it's a big can the size of this can in my head bro like, can is huge holy shit yeah. um but what was the first beer you would say you started to like because i i was the same way actually i hated beer in college and never drank it i didn't drink beer till my last summer of college and it wasn't because i was out partying it was like me going to breweries and i found some that just were great and now- yeah i think that's that's when i started liking it too when i stopped drinking crappy beer mm-hmm. that i buy at this like supermarket yeah and i like actually go to like a like a brewery and get something like on the tap like that they make and that's not like doesn't taste like apps like piss basically I love craft beer. Craft beer is just, yeah, craft beer is great, man. That's I hate to say that. Something. But I'm such a sucker for craft beer. I it, it's bad too though because I have such an expensive taste. Like if we do a beer night with the guys, like I'm going and buying a craft. I'm just buying a case of craft beer. I'm not buying like Natty Light. I just won't. I won't do it. 
Or I mean, if you're gonna yeah, if you're gonna drink beer, man, just drink something that you enjoy. Don't drink it to like like at a certain point, like I get it, like when you're just trying to get like you know, like you're just getting into college and yeah. you're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm free. I can do whatever the hell I want. Kind of get you know, we all, we all go through that state, but like, as you progress past that, like, start don't drink shit shitty like. beer. Yeah. Start drinking shit you like. Yeah. You make money, start paying for things you like. Exactly. That's why you work. That's why it's <laughs> literally why you work. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of other, all the reasons why you why you work. Yeah, you might want to you, you want to pay your bills. That yeah, you, you have that. You might want to pay off your student loans, your car. Exactly. There's there are some things that are required, but like other than that, go you got you got the Friday night. You get some beer and get something you like. I might go do that after this. You just might made, might just brought out a good point. I might have to do that. <laughs> I mean, if you don't have much to do tomorrow, if you're off on the weekends, then nah. I'm off on the weekend, so I get to chill out and relax like tomorrow i'm gonna work on a lot of music probably tonight honestly like like two three o'clock in the morning i'll probably work on music which is a terrible time to work on music when i've literally gotten like four hours of sleep last night but yeah that's how it is it is how it is juices flow you might get something crazy at 3 a.m i mean honestly i just feel like when i'm awake i don't like to waste it right like like you said when you're in your zone, you're in your zone. Like, sleep is sleep. Like, I'll get sleep, especially on the weekends. Like, I don't got this is the first weekend in a long, like, in like, I think a month that I'm not doing anything this weekend. I'm, I'm at, I'm chilling at home and that's it. I'm going to probably go to a brewery, get some sours from this, um, sour brewery culture collective fire. But anyway, so yeah, like, this is the first time where I'm just going to just chill and not have to do anything. It's great. It's nice. It is nice. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's sunset. It's funny too. Cause like sometimes people go and do big, you know, like everyone's got vacations differently too, but like some people go to vacation. That's all I want to do. They just want to sit and relax like the entire, the entire vacation. Everyone's different. And also I think it depends on where you go too, but yeah. Yeah. Like there's certain places where we're like, you know, we got to go do shit. Like definitely it depends. Like do shit. one of the things that I do when I go visit places, food, like the best food that I can find that's in a reasonable price or mm-hmm. like if I'm really feeling like, okay, I really want to get some like really nice food, like then I'll go, you know, splurge, but I'll mainly go to like something that the locals call the best place for whatever I'm feeling to eat at that time. You know, you can always get some really nice burgers, different places. Like I was just in Milwaukee, I think was it Milwaukee. I think it was Milwaukee. It was one of, I think it was Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minneapolis. I don't remember one of those. Um, and we went to this place that had like craft beer and also, um, like really good burgers, but it, it was like a fast food kind of joint, but it wasn't, um, and like they had, I forgot what, what kind of beer I had, a, like a chocolate peanut butter beer. Ooh. Fire, Interesting. bro. Interesting. Taste. So good. Um, but yeah. That's that's one of the things that I do when I go places that I try food. I'm a foodie. I'm with you there on the food. I love not necessarily like travel to like I don't necessarily go to the local spots, I would say, but I do like I when I'm on vacation, I want to eat. I want to eat good. Like I'm not going to go yeah, I might get Chick-fil-A one or two days if we're like on a car ride, but like I other than that, like I want to go to a sit down. I want to get like a nice steak. Like I want, I want to just experience something there. Yeah, I want some good food. I don't know how to definitely. 
like you're you're traveling all this way to eat freaking McDonald's. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I'm I'm spending money. That is one thing I do when I'm traveling. I don't look at my bank account. I save up enough money to where I know I'll be good. And I'm like, don't look for don't look for the five days you're gone. Just gonna enjoy it. Oh, we're gonna go get steaks. I'm in. We're gonna go to the casino. I'm in. We're gonna you know, whatever it might be. It, Maybe the casino is not a great idea because that entire bank account will be drained before you know it. You got to, oh, that's probably the only thing you have to limit yourself on where you go, okay, I'm only taking out X amount of money. But other than that, like, I'm, I, and I, that's a horrible example, but I just did went to Vegas. That's why that's in my head still. But True. like, um, no, usually it's like, all right, we're going to go eat out and I have no problem where we go eat out. I'm just going to, we're just going to go wherever. We're going to go to a nice restaurant one day. Fantastic. Like it's, there's no problems. I've never been to a, um, casino and gambled i've been to casinos i've just never gambled at a casino interesting why not yeah. uh i don't know i just i never really saw the point because it's like i it's we all know it's like i think i think think i think about it in an analytical way it's like it's a it's literally programmed to not let you win well slots for sure are a scam I don't yes. get slots. I, I and I have actually. We had a friend who, his brother worked for the Hard Rock Cafe, which is the casinos in Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, they got one in Tampa and in Miami. But like, yeah, they, they also have one in um, in Universal City Walk. Yeah, but that one's not a casino. Oh, so, well, you know, it's not a casino. But it's a Hard yeah. Rock. Yeah, yeah, it is there, but that one's not a casino. Uh, Sarvis de Sol there. No, that's crazy. Yeah. But like the slots are for sure big. And he told us that they, he would go, he was in the computer rooms where they know when they know when one's going to win, how many polls they can just move it to another one. Like it's slots. I would never do slots it's just because your odds are just so against you, but I do enjoy some of the card games. I'm a big blackjack person. I, I can enjoy a game of blackjack. I have nothing against it at all. I just don't, I'm not good at it. So I'm like, yeah, why would I bet my money on it. If I suck. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I was just go burn money and just I had a, on fire. <laughs> I had a while with, uh, or I had a friend who for a while we would just harp on all the time about how much he gambled and, and cause he would always tell us, you know, oh, I, when I walked away with this much, as much, we never really hear about his losses. And then like one time I was like, honestly, be real with me. How, do you think you're up on the year? Or do you think you're negative? And he was like, honestly, I probably broke even how much I go, but I'm just, I'm just not like, for every, you know, thousand he wins, he ends up losing the next time when he brings a hundred in. He never in the next ten times. So it's like, yeah, you hit big, but then you lose the majority. Like it's just, yeah. It, you just, just gotta go with that mind of just like the mindset of like, all right, I'm gonna take out this amount of money. I'm gonna have fun with this amount of money. I've delegated it for this, and that's all I'm gonna do with it. And that's kind of how you gotta go in with it. So yeah, definitely. I agree. I don't disagree with you at all. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd go into a casino and like, oh, I'm going to about to win a bunch of money. Like I'd go into yeah. there with that mindset, but like, I'm not going to like hype myself up because then you're going to walk out of there disappointed. Cause like you said, you'll win, you can win 10 grand, but then you've just lost like 20, you know, like, cause one thing is like, you could win a lot of money and you're like, all right, maybe I can win more money. And then that's where it all goes downhill. That's where they get you, dude. That's exactly yep. the second you're up. I don't know what the figure is, but there should be like a rule of thumb. Like when you're up X amount of money, like you just walk out because like half the time, like I've but had they don't let night. you walk out though. I'm, I'm, don't they like bring you drinks and this and that? They're like, yeah, just stay play more. You have to have the, right. You have to have the will to get up and go like, yeah, just, exactly. Like, and I've had times where I do, I've walked up and I've made a quick 200 and I'm out. Like, 
And then there's other times I had one, I had one time really bad. I was just not in the right headspace to even go Campbell. And I had some other issues going on and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and get out of the house. And um, I did not <laughs> need to go. I was up like two, 300 and I just blew it all. Ended up walking out with nothing. And it, it happened. I mean, I just remember that night. I remember being like, yeah, I probably shouldn't do it. Like looking back, I'm like, that was a bad night. Like I just shouldn't have even gone. But um, I've had other nights where I don't go much, but like in Vegas, when I went in Vegas, I was like, I'm here. I got to play a little oh, bit. Oh, Vegas. Yeah. I, I, I went to well. EDC Vegas last two, well, last time it happened. And we didn't go to the casinos, but we stayed at a casino. Basically, we stayed at the Golden Nugget. So that's crazy. I stayed at the Golden Nugget in 2019. And the same thing. I didn't do any of the casinos when I was there for that because it's Vegas. You're you're literally partying for 12 straight hours. So it's like, like, I have no energy to go down there. But exactly. You're so busy. You're like, all right, well. Never mind. <laughs> Literally, it's its own breed. There's so much. It's so long. Like it is so long. It really it is. It it the people that can legitimately do sunset to sunrise. I did it one of the days, and I didn't do it the other two. But the people we that did can it do, every single day, dude, you're an animal. All right, you're by <laughs> yourself. We well, I so I was working. <laughs> I was helping working. Um, with my old boss um we were just helping out with passing out these guides um and we got to go to ec vegas for free got a hotel room just to help out pass out some guides um and you know like he took care of us and all that stuff so i can't complain but yeah we 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 got there each night except for the last night we got there each night like around like six or seven and we left at like eight or nine that's good yeah we couldn't do that we did that for opening ceremony and that was cool to see and like then it's also cool because not everybody goes so like you can walk around like see a lot of stuff before it gets crazy and then stayed till sunrise or sunrise and then we were just dead the next day just dead well i mean we had no choice because you're working one no once you get stuck in that the traffic to leave bro you're gonna sit in that traffic for like two hours anyway but the thing is on the last day we're like all right let's wait we waited till like 9 or 10 a.m to leave and we still sat in traffic for like two hours trying to leave yeah it's almost like it's better to just go it's for for vegas i do agree Mm -hmm. with a lot of other fests like it's okay like all right let's just hang out we'll just stick around to hang and we'll hope for the best but uh, it's yeah edc is just and it was so cold in 2019 dude it was freezing freezing we had to go to like (laughs) oh cold we went to Target. We didn't pack anything for the cold because no. everyone told me that EDC Vegas is going to be the hottest freaking festival you ever go to. It's going to be 90 plus degrees every single day. At night, you're going to die too. And it's going to be at the, at the highest 80 degrees. And I'm like, okay, why the hell am I going to pack anything remotely close to winter gear? Didn't mm-hmm. pack anything besides a pair of joggers and I think a Same. shirt. Same. Dude, that year and that in normally the right because it wasn't it used to be in june and i went like i guess that i was just in vegas at the beginning end of june early july bro it was 106 degrees at 9 p.m at night so like they were right that like it does not get cold but then they moved that shit to may and it was freezing bro i have no i don't know what the hell's gonna happen in october but people better pack for the cold 
It just Dude, has to be. We went to Target and they didn't have any winter gear. <laughs> Everything was so it wasn't even that it was sold out. It was that during that time of the year, they just don't have that stuff, you know, in their oh, store. You can't even buy like long sleeves or anything. That's why nothing worth buying. I bought this like extra, extra large like sweater. I mean, not sweater, hoodie, like a wool hoodie, because that's the only thing that they had, bro. I was like, whatever, I'll take it. It's super comfortable, but that's that's the only thing I had to like <laughs> deal with that cold. It was so cold. And I'm from New York, bro. Like I dealt with the winter my entire life, and that just reminded me of that. I was like, God damn, this is just windy, cold. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it was windy the entire time too. It wasn't like, oh, it's windy now for a little bit, or then we're just gonna have some like still air. No, it was like <laughs> the entire freaking time, bro. Dude, the funniest thing I, said this I loved EDC Vegas. It was amazing. It was. I can't wait to play that festival. That's it's one of my biggest goals right there. Yeah, that's a great goal to have. That's I hope to see you there one day. I will definitely, hopefully I can be in attendance. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd love to see you on that lineup for sure. Dude, I, real quick and we'll move on. I remember it being so cold that I, I saw people in like their hotel robes. Like they were just like, same thing. They didn't have any clothes. They just were like, fuck it. We're bringing the hotel robes. Like we're just doing it. <laughs> we're just sending yeah, it. Yeah, we just had like layers on. Like we were just like, whatever we can wear. To just like, I had like two pairs of socks on and like, I would just like have like a shirt, a t-shirt, a shirt, my hoodie, and then just like whatever else that I could pause, like a like a, a a scarf. We bought a scarf. For, it was just we had no choice because it was cold. Even with all those people there, it was still freezing cold. Oh uh, yeah, there was no way of escaping it. I, I don't know how to explain. Yeah, but yeah. Um, last question here, man. How are you living yourself for every day, and broad as can be? But let's see what you got. <laughs> how do I live? Wait, can you repeat the question? I'm yeah, sorry. Live yourself for every day. The how are you living yourself for every day? How am I living myself for every day? I mean, I wake up every day. Like I said, I work and I just try to, you know, I'm just trying to stay busy and trying to get better, even if it's just that tiny percent better. I'm just trying to be a better person to myself and you know, everyone around me and just being a better person every single day trying to do something to improve myself learn something even if it's something super minute as long as i feel like i'm working my brain at all like a little bit just to you know keep keep my i don't know keep my brain juices going i guess you could say just so it's like i'm not i'm not just stagnant or i'm not just like content like i'm content like i'm grateful but i'm not content like i'm so hungry and that's how i guess i stay hungry is because i just try to keep doing things and I, I'm very curious. So I, if I see something that piques my curiosity, that's what I do. Um, and I just try to like, as I said, try to stay into routine as difficult as it, it is. Routines are very difficult. Like I, my, so like my perfect routine would be, I'd wake up either early to be able to work out or I would wake up and like, you know, work, then go work out after work and play basketball, whatever, do whatever I'm doing, cook dinner and have enough time to work on music and, you know, spend time with my girlfriend and have time to just hang out and just do me. But we all know that that's not possible to be able to do all that stuff unless you're like a superhuman, which I am not. I'm very far from superhuman. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that's just living true to myself and staying true to myself. And that's, that's how I live. I, I mean, I guess to answer your question, 
I don't know. That's I don't know if that was a good answer. It's a great answer. There's no right or wrong answer. It's true, just true. the theme of the podcast is is that you know, and that's something I want to start incorporating. And I've been asking everyone that comes on recently just that. It's just something to see what people say and how they want to do that. And there is no right or wrong answer, but I do like your answer. However, I think it's a great thing to say that you know I'm just out here doing the best I can and trying to do the best, be the best me I can be every day. And I'm constantly trying to learn new things. I think that's uh, it's so important. It's so important for people to continuously learn and not get stagnant. I think so, at least, because when you get stagnant, you get you get in a rut, you get stuck in your own ways, you become stubborn and stuff like that. All things that people despise and other people, you start to become when you just settle, I guess, in a sense. But exactly, I I couldn't agree with you more. And then, like on top of that, I try to not put myself in other people's shoes in a sense like oh this person's doing this why am i not doing this like i feel like that's the biggest especially in music that's like the biggest thing that will put you in a crutch is when you try to compare yourself to others like we're all here to do you know do the thing so just do your thing and like stop comparing yourself to someone else and stop trying to say oh why can't i be as good as this person why can't i get this show why can't i release on this label like if you just work and do your thing, put your head down, you know, try to do everything. Like you got like a lot of people think that, you know, make being a music producer simple, but like, it's not just music, it's music, it's marketing. It's, you know, staying like building a brand. It's, you know, like interacting with your fan base, trying to come up with new ideas, trying to figure out things. Cause like, if you think that you're going to just get famous on music alone, like you're going to, I'm going to release music and I'm going to be famous you you're like you gotta go back to the drawing board in my opinion personally yeah so i mean you gotta be a jack of all trades it's literally like you're in a sense which you I mean it's like you're running your own business but it's for yep. uh, it's for the art itself it's yeah you got all your stuff you gotta do build a brand marketing like you just said it's it's crazy to think about that because people don't think about the stuff that goes into it like that they don't uh and it's you know, that's part of like what this podcast is. It kind of brings some light to that. Like there's so much more involved than just you making music. Although that's a big part of it. And, and the part that people see, there's so much more that goes on in the background. Like you said, you know, working with Insomniac, working as a producer, like people probably, there's probably artists right now that might listen to this and they didn't think about doing that. But now they go, that might not be a bad idea. And there's also people that would be like, that's not a good idea, but I mean, then, hey, you know, everyone has an opinion. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Everyone has an opinion. It's just yeah. how it is. That is exactly how it is. And you just, that's another, another piece of advice to give anyone is people's opinions are their opinions. Like, yes, you can, you can, you can entertain someone's opinion, but don't let that base what you're doing based on what someone's doing. Like, don't let someone try to dictate the way that you, you know, do, th- do your thing. Like do your thing based on how you want it. Like if you make a decision, let that be your decision, not someone else's. Cause at the end of the day, you're working on your, you know, goals, not that person's goals. Right. Right. And do things for you because at the end of the day, like you say, people's opinions come into play and you're never going to make everyone happy. So you just got to kind of do you and what makes you happy in a sense, you know? Definitely, bro. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. That's something that's hard to learn, but when it comes, you, you really, and stay true to that and it uh, helps progress things a lot i think so so how do you live you each and every day whoa twisting that around on me here yeah man ready for that um <laughs> <laughs> um damn how am i living myself for every day you know uh i 
try to take things on a curveball. You did throw me a curveball because I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I, I, in the same sense, um, I'm, I'm trying to progress my life every day, little by little, doing something, you know, to better myself for the future. Uh, there's a quote that I have written on my my whiteboard uh, here and the one at work that say, "Do something today that's going to benefit yourself in the future." And I think that's something. I'm trying to do now more, more than ever, especially in the last month. Um, I've really kind of taken that into my daily thoughts and, um, you know, I, I, they're only a curveball here. I'm trying to think exactly how I do, but, um, (laughs) I've been really trying to get into better routines that will help me reach the goals I want to get to. Um, and, I, and I also think it's super important to be the nicest person you can be and to continue that, be that nice person in the world, you know, go up to someone who's working a typical job, you get a sweet tea, I go to get a sweet tea at Chick-fil-A, make sure you tell the person, hey, you did a good job, I appreciate your help, appreciate you doing something, you know, they might be having a horrible just, day on the job. You and know, then ask them how their day's going. Correct, yeah, just, just, that's big for me is doing doing things and doing things in a nice way uh, is something I've always believed in. And um, that's when I see people do that, it brings me joy. And that's what I want to do for people. If I can uh, is just be the best version of myself in a nice way. Um, And, you know, like that, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I also, I also (laughs) try to, uh, to um, like, like this is just something I do is when, if I see someone, like if I go to Publix and I get a sub, if I see like when they're making the sub for me, I try to look at their name tag and, you know, talk to them by their name. Cause I feel like, especially if someone's having a rough day, man, like mm-hmm. just you saying like, Hey, how's it going? How's your day going? Like tell them like, thank you, this and that, whatever their name is. And, you know, like just addressing them by their name. I feel like that will like, that does a lot for people and they don't even know it. It's just like psych- psychologically, it just like someone feels like, their days a little warmer than it was before. Like they felt like they were having such a cold day mm-hmm. and this random person just, you know, asked you how your day was and, and bringing a smile and, yep. and, you know, even, even that is very simple. If you're too shy to say something, you could just make sure you're extra nice and give it a big smile. I know sometimes I get shy about being like, Hey, thank you very much. You're doing a really good job. <laughs> so I just am just as polite as can be. And, um, I think that's so important. I think that's what the world needs more of. At least the, it could be highlighted more. I think there's a lot of people that do that, but it seems that you know, with today's day and age, a lot of the more bad stuff gets highlighted on social media and in the news. So just important. Sells, man. It's what people want to see when they are viewing stuff. I mean, I don't understand it, but I mean, I understand why it, it is how it is, but I don't understand why it's the thing. Like everyone likes like dramas, like the most, like look at world star, man. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, where everyone, uh, yeah exactly but look at how successful they are right yeah that's what everyone wants to see you got to give the people what they want if you want to be successful apparently you know yeah i mean it's uh when you feed that though it's not surprising if you're you know you're not the best version of yourself or you're not happy with stuff it, it i agree surprise me what you feed yourself is what in turn will be outputted. I think that's a big thing that people should take into account and and start realizing if you're looking, if you're looking at sad things on Twitter, more than likely you're going to be sad when you get off Twitter. Right. Definitely. And and not saying not, not calling out Twitter, but 
that's just the example. Just in yeah, just in general, yeah. like you, you, you like um, what we spoke about this uh, when we spoke off the podcast, and you you were asking me about like music and stuff, and I told you it's like, who's my favorite artist? And I'm like, bro, it just depends like on my mood and how I feel, and that's what drives what type of music I listen to. Like if I'm in a mood, like depending on what that mood is, like I'll listen to whatever you know attracts that mood or will, will like help me cope through whatever I'm going through at that time. But like, that's, that's, that's a, that's why music's so important to me is because it, it doesn't matter what mood I'm in. Some, there's something I can listen to that will either get me through it. Like if I'm depressed and I listen to certain kinds of times of music, like when I'm depressed, I'll listen to stuff that's like uplifting and then that will, you know, cheer me up and, yeah. and you know, and I, I'm not someone who likes to sulk because you know, like growing up, you know, you sulk a lot when stuff doesn't go your way. But like, as you grow older, you're just like, there's no point of sulking. Just it happened. Just get over it. And just, you know, yeah. How, how can you not avoid that happening again? Do the best. Music. Just forward. listen. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. Listen Music's to so interesting how that does, how it's so connected to our mood and not just our mood, but like our memories. Like you could, there's sometimes you hear a song and you're like, Oh my God, I remember this when we were at the football game in high school and we tell it like, you know, it's like random shit like that. It's crazy. And that's why I love having, sorry, Whoa. I love having, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, music is, is so intertwined with our lives on a daily day basis. And it's so interesting to me in that sense. And that's why I love having producers on because I think what y'all do is so fascinating. And like I said, there's so much more to producers and we make music. Like I didn't know you worked at the bank and you worked for Insomniac and you went to school. Like, how did I know those things without talking to you? You know, no one exactly. does, but like there's so much more to a person than just what they present out there and, and what they say they are in their profession. And that's what this podcast is totally about. And I'm, happy i had the the chance of talking to you and having you come on it was awesome to get to know you more and, and what you're about and the things you enjoy um but yeah that, that's why i love having producers on man it's so it's so important and rich and I, I i love it so man i really appreciate you bringing me on i just like I, as i said i've never done a podcast before the fact that you reached out to me and wanted to do a podcast you know i'm i'm always down to you know just even just talk like talk to people and just chop it up and like I said, I love conversating, especially with like-minded individuals, because one, we're, you know, getting to know each other and two, like we can feed off of each other. And like, you're, you're giving me ideas that I didn't have before. And I'm sure stuff that I'm saying to you is reflecting in a way that you're like, gonna be like, oh, okay, this, this makes sense. Oh, wow. You know, like, as you said before, like some of the stuff that I said, it's kind of like, you know, like a light bulb in the head, just like, yeah, I wrote it down. I have it written down right here in my little notes. <laughs> that one, that was the creativity through routine. I was like, that is genius. That is genius. I don't know. It just, it just hit me. I was like, what is, where has that been my whole life? <laughs> so same, man. I just, I just recently got that myself. <laughs> yeah. I, but it's crazy. I mean, it's, and, and that's how I've been literally within the last two weeks is just trying to get better and, and get a routine of doing what I want to do something every day because obviously I want this to grow. So it's like, all right, I just need to start doing it every day because, but when I don't, it's not going to grow. Like, and, and like we, you just said, sulking isn't going to help it either. So it's like, just get to work. It's going to work out. <laughs> exactly. You just got to do, you just got to do it. And it just, it'll happen if you just continuously do it. As long as you 
put in the work, you get what you put in. It's as everyone says, like, everyone's like, what does that mean? It means that if you put in 10%, you'll get 10% back or you'll get 5% back. It just, you got to put in to get something from what you're doing. Like Mm -hmm. if you like just saying you're like, just saying you're doing something and not actually putting in the work for it. Yeah. You'll, you'll get something out of it, but you're not going to get fulfillment out of it. I feel like at the end of it, like to be fulfilled for something, you got to, gotta actually feel like you did it you know my opinion a hundred a hundred percent a hundred percent and and like we said that yeah the universe kind of rewards that as you go with it things start popping up and things start happening um i I, i've noticed it in the you know i had some issues where i had to stop doing stuff too you mentioned previously during covid i had same kind of situation where i had to stop doing some stuff for a month or so and that of course sucks and hurts but like before that i noticed like I was putting in a lot of work and I noticed some of the things that just started popping up my way. Oh, so-and-so wants to have you on their podcast. And Oh, I reached out to somebody with, you know, just like 20,000 followers. And they were like, I'll oh, come on. And I'm like, what? Like, you want, I'm a nobody. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, just like stuff that was just shocking to me. And, and it, yeah. Just got to shoot I, your shot. Well, that's also part of it. That's a huge part of it. I mean, people don't do that, but let alone, I mean, I think, Again, I think when you just put your head down and just work hard at it and you really like it and you're working hard at it, I do, I do think the universe kind of rewards that. I think it does. It just, it's giving you what you're putting out into it in a sense, but I agree hundred percent. Yeah, man. Well, I think we should end on that. That was a good note. We went on a good like <laughs> 20 minute run there of just chock full of wise information. So maybe I'll, uh, I'll have to clip that one out. Right. Um, yeah, but, definitely. Uh, it was a good time, man. Thank you for having me. Dude, I enjoyed having you on. We did about an hour 30, man. It was, it was awesome. Um, Doesn't even feel like it, man. It felt no, like we were just talking. Just for, just for shooting the shit, man. Having, having a good conversation. We barely hit all the topics that we had written down in case we needed them, which is perfect. It's always how we want it to go. So Perfect. Uh, I loved having you on. Uh, I can't wait to hear, although we didn't talk about it as much. I do. Can, I, I mean, I cannot wait to hear some of the new stuff you're going to be c- coming out with, with your, um, your new sound and stuff like that that you've been testing. I'll definitely um, send you some of it, dude. Absolutely. I, and I'd love to have you on once again, uh, in, in, in the near future. So, um, it'd be awesome to do that. Are you going to be at EDC Orlando? Orlando? Um, I am planning on going. Yes. I, I haven't bought my ticket, but I have tons of friends from back home and stuff going. So I'm going to definitely try to make it down there. No doubt about For it. For sure. Definitely, man. Let's definitely link up and Oh, and if you're at we'll Circuit Grounds, I have to come. I have to come yeah. see you at Circuit Grounds, dude. That's why you said that. Yeah, I'll make it down. No doubt. It's in Florida. It's not far from where I've moved. I'm, I'll make it down. That's <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but, uh, Hell yeah. hey, have a great night. Have a great weekend. And thank you once again for coming on. Yeah, man. I'm going to just plug myself real quick, though. Oh, yeah, for anyone listening, if you <laughs> you know want to follow the music journey, it's at Sloth Music, M-U-Z-I-K. But um it's that's literally everything and twitter it's just with an underscore but it's at sloth music m-u-z-i-k on all platforms and yeah get ready for some awesome music i have a lot of stuff that i'm working on we're booking up some shows here just things things are happening it's just i've, I've been pretty quiet about it because i'm just trying to work and you know working in silence. i'm trying to just try yeah work in silence and then have a product to show instead of just hyping up something until it's time to go you know I'm with it and we'll definitely have to have you on again to talk about more of these upcoming things and these projects, but, uh, for sure. For sure. Bye everybody. Peace. Peace.